0: A few nights ago, I had tried DMT Freebase for the first time and overshot myself into a realm of pure annihilation. I had vaporized 70 milligrams of the space dust and only held it in for about 12 seconds before this sense of impending doom made me cough out a plume of smoke and vapor. I vividly recall the emotions and sheer terror of the experience because I still feel it to the core of my being. I didn't get any noticeable visuals, but had dreamlike, nightmarish visions of myself exiled into a plane of eternity where there is nothing and everything all at the same time. By this point, I felt this inertia force that was splitting me in ways I could never imagine. I vaguely remember seeing myself inside the word Life, which was made of different shapes that had parts of me in it. The word was splitting apart and started to change into the word death. The experience was void of any color, only blacks and grays. I was 100% convinced that I'd really done it this time, and that my curiosity was what had led me to make a huge and irreversible mistake. I was forced to come to terms with my death and forced to recognize that I would have to abandon my life's journey and the loved ones who depend on me. Prior to this experience, I had a kind of reawakening and repurposing take place within me during an 8 gram mushroom trip which set me on a path to explore the depths of my mind and learn the techniques and theories behind mystical practices in an attempt to improve my life and the lives of those around me. I have never believed so strongly in something, so lacking in substantial proof, so I guess you could say I was hypnotized by my biased imagination. Going back to my time in this lonely realm of annihilation, thankfully due to DMT's short-lived effects, I was able to escape death's grip But now the issue was that I broke my brain and psyche and would have to try and find my way back to the tonal field of ordinary, everyday consciousness. I was totally overwhelmed with an energy of turbulent chaos and fear. Nothing but negative thoughts existed in those moments. What's interesting is that I still had my ego intact and I'd argue that his sparing of my ego was what didn't allow me to surrender to the experience. After coming back to ordinary consciousness, I had a profound sense of gratefulness and love for life. Any of the problems I may have had going into this were nothing in comparison to losing all that I had held precious. This trip has changed me for better, or worse. Lessons were definitely learned, and even though I never went into any of my previous trips with hubris, I've learned that this molecule demands the utmost respect. Anyone curious about exploring this magical substance should do proper research, especially regarding harm reduction practices and dosing. I didn't mention it in the main report, but there was a point of delusion when I thought I was stuck in the void and the only logical solution would be to end my life and start over. My mind even began visualizing the easiest ways to do so without my conscious approval. Stay safe, y'all. One of my favorite aspects of DMT is how it can prevent some people from having breakthroughs. It can prevent some people from getting high, say if they use it too often or if they use it in a disrespectful way. You never hear of an alcoholic trying to get drunk off some vodka and it just stops working because the alcohol is trying to tell this person that they're not using the drug correctly. No, this doesn't happen with a whole lot of other substances. I don't think any. I think this is the only substance that has, quote unquote, has a consciousness that can stop the user from using it. Isn't that incredible? Now is it the DMT powder that is conscious? that is stopping people from breaking through or is it the entities, the beings, the spirits that you meet when you break through? Is it that consciousness that's communicating to us, that is preventing us from breaking through? This is one of the most incredible aspects of this drug that is not talked about enough. Here are some comments replying to this annihilation trip report. I've had kind of similar experiences, except it was dark. There was a familiar DMT Realm song playing that was very eerie and doom-impending, and a voice that was telling me that it was the end. Everything that wasn't dark was glowing, and if I touched it, it would disintegrate. I began mouthing off to this being or voice, telling it it can go fuck itself with its dreary-ass music, It didn't like this very much, and everything dissolved around me. I was nowhere, and when my eyes began to work again, and I could see, I was still nowhere. I knew I was in my room, but nothing else was there. No floor, no furniture, etc. I was kinda scared. A lot of my experiences on DMT were scary. A lot. I'm not a noob when it comes to hallucinogens. I used to do three licks of yellow box K to the head in a 12-hour span. And I've been saying I took acid over 400 times in the last 20 years. And was still adding onto that number. So, I miss taking DMT as I've tried extracting it. But no success because I found this dude knowingly gave me bunk powder. Anyway, safe travels to you. OP replies. Out of all of the psychedelics that I've tried, I've found that DMT is the most complex and utterly unpredictable. I think a lot of it has to do with our subconscious putting together a certain reality in its own attempt to show us something it deems important. There's no trickery around it. I've been using DMT daily for a few months now, and at first the visions were super clear and had more color, and it sent out certain messages to me but I always seemed to forget. So it became a habit to try and seek answers every night. After a while, I had the feeling that I had been shut out for abusing it. Then came a hyperslap. Dude replies, yeah, I was using it rather heavily a while ago when I could get it. I had this woman who was supposed to be my soulmate of many lifetimes, so that was interesting. There was also some regulars. I was working on sound technology with these creatures I call poo-poos. A lot of weird shit happened. I got punished by DMT wifey, and then all of a sudden one day she turns the volume all the way up. Man, I took a small rip and practically threw the oil burner. I was gone. All kinds of glass got broken. I literally couldn't get out of my room. There was no door. My housemate was kind of concerned, especially when I said I couldn't get out of my room. I look forward to doing it again. It's been a while. Thanks for sharing your experience with me, I appreciate it." Yeah, guys, you can't abuse this shit, you can't use this shit all the time. It's fantastic. I felt like I got better every time I used it, but you cannot abuse this substance like shrooms I'll do a ton, acid, alcohol, pills, you name it, you can just go off a bender with a lot of substances, DMT is not like everything else, like me, i its it's a completely different substance, it communicates to you and this is extremely special and spiritual I like the fact that you can do psychedelics and not have to have intentions or try to reach the other side or have a spiritual awakening. You know, you can just use psychedelics and have fun. You know, fuck girls for a very long time. Look at movies and see people's faces move in interesting ways. But DMT is not like everything else. This thing has to be respected and you will learn how to respect it me I could I could do DMT and make some clickbait worthy material and do an extremely high dose or mix it with a bunch of drugs just so I could have a cool title so people could listen to my story of course that's crossed my mind but you can't do that with this substance you cannot and when I did Thanos trip my intentions were not to make a cool story it was Really just to see what DMT is like on acid and shrooms. And it was really cool because it really knew that I was giving it the utmost respect possible. So guys, be careful. And I love the fact that he's talking about this soulmate of many lifetimes. I had the same experience. I wonder if we're Eskimo brothers. (laughs) All right, we got one more cool comment. This happened to me, my second time ever too. I was totally convinced I was stuck in this eternal seizure-like coma with the Jester, Aztec demon-looking shapes that wouldn't leave my peripherals and kept snarling for me to look at them. What blew my mind after was that I was totally gone from reality. I couldn't see. I was completely gone into the void. But yes, my ego was still there. I was able to think about my loved ones. Able to be angry at myself for going too far. Still today, I know it isn't scientifically correct. I believe I fought for my life. Fought to leave that place. I had never been so grateful for a mundane life. Just the simple pleasures of this manifested organic form I had a feeling of being lucky that my consciousness got to inhabit this dimension, this state, as I felt there were many other energies that lived in completely different dimensions. Also, another detail I wonder if you connect with, I felt I had actively chose to breathe when I was there. The problem was there was no sense of space, so I didn't know which way was in to draw a breath in. In real life, someone was sober next to me watching over me, and they told me later, I gasped and choked and made a really scary noise and kind of slumped at one point, but then began to breathe normally. This is a very powerful substance. Tread lightly, guys. All right, that was brilliant. I'm gonna have a couple more trip reports. They're from 2014 and 15, so if the audio and music isn't up to par, I apologize. I'm just reposting all of the stuff that was on YouTube and just a heads up. If any of my content doesn't sound the best, it's because it was made specifically for YouTube, but now I'm making all of my content specifically for the podcast because I'm not being shadow banned. Spotify doesn't hate me yet and the channel is growing exponentially all because of you guys thank you so let's get it i wish you all the best and enjoy these really cool trip reports haha okay written word is better than drawing for me so here it goes this dmt experience at t plus 30 just now this is my immediate account of my trance I saw a room, like a factory, but very different, made from the ether that is the other side. Kind of plasticky, or toy-like, and very colorful. The factory had all female workers, they were very cartoonish, and they were working the machines. Their eyes were red, they had moving flames coming from them, but it was like they were drawn on, but moving, very colorful. During the experience, I set a note to draw their silhouette because their blonde hair really caught my attention. The hair was rainbow chasing. They all had different conveyor belts and a lever that they were manning. There were maybe three to four of them, two were on a bottom level, and there were some short stairs leading up to a second factory level where more angel workers were on two more conveyors. All the walls were solid gray at the bottom, and glass at the top half so you could see through. All their conveyors had a hopper, and in the hoppers there were plasticky parts, like humans and limbs. Some limbs had weapons. I know I saw a couple of missiles in there too. There was a stirring pushing mechanism in the hoppers which was operating. I was able to see the lower conveyors and I saw a human being being laid out in sheets, much like the famous Salvia drawing and accompanying story, lengthwise down the conveyor. Not as if he was just cut apart, but as if he was a new being. There were guards who were unsure of my presence and were apprehensive towards me. They were gray domed like the robot and lost in space, and there appeared to be at least four of them in strategic spots in the factory. They seemed at times to push me away from something if I got too close. I climbed to the second level and saw in more detail the hoppers and contents through a glass window. The two angel workers on the other side of the glass noticed me from their position on the upstairs levers, and they also seemed apprehensive about my presence. I had a fair amount of time to explore this place, but I wanted out, to go and find something else. But unfortunately, the room was locked, with a solid Sally Port style door on the lower level. I could see through the glass, and there were more angel workers out there. After not finding an exit, I went ahead and aborted. Let me tell you, thanks for reading, I don't know where I went. But I know the answer to, are we alone, is totally dependent on who you include in the word, we. I'm an active psychonaut and a regular user of LSD, DMT, and psilocybin. With DMT, I've been smoking and vaping it for the past odd 20 plus years with hundreds of powerful breakthroughs. I say this in all humility. Last night, I experienced what was possibly the most powerful and meaningful breakthrough that I have encountered so far. Now to provide some perspective, I'm a very practical and rational person, and whilst I've tripped hundreds of times on DMT, acid, and psilocybin, I have always embraced until yesterday, the notion that all beings and entities were figments of my consciousness and no more. This trip forever changed that perspective. For the first time, I decided to inhale a solid dose of amyl nitrate, aka poppers, before smoking DMT. The purpose was twofold dilate my lungs and allow to breathe in more smoke but also accelerate my thought process. I always hit poppers on shrooms and LSD to intensify the peak and shoot me through the void. Kindly note that I practice all psychedelics in the comfort of my home, at night in bed with my wife as a sitter, although she usually sleeps. After sniffing the poppers, I immediately inhaled 55 milligrams, I already vaped it, and laid back with my usual earplugs and eye mask. The darkness quickly turns into a darker shade of red, and yellow cracks began to form. The buzzing in my ears turned into the sound of a rocket ship at launch, building up momentum with no end in sight. The darkness began to shake and collapsed in a cinder, timed with a great explosive sound. I had entered the void of total darkness, completely disconnected from my body, and anything known to this realm, with a familiar static sound. In the distance, a long, organic, membrane-like entity formed, and rapidly advanced towards me. I could see a multitude of creatures bubbling out of its surface. It was menacing, but not threatening, so I decided to embrace it. Tentacles reached out and engulfed me entirely, i realized that its interior was a completely separate dimension made up of millions of shapes making up the most perfect and crisp vision that i had ever encountered it looked like the inside of a factory with giant conveyor belts transporting yellow boxes that would then be picked up by tiny figures there was no sense of gravity in this dimension i was progressively transported away and this entire world became just a small pixel of a new dimension, a room, or rather a balcony surrounded by a sea of green with my now familiar gnome entity, for those who read my dream journal, carrying a tray and smiling at me. And then she appeared. For those who do not know me, I lost one of my daughters at birth, three and a half years ago, and I instantly knew that this was her. She was hiding behind the legs of my gnome friend in a sweet and mischievous way. She then ran away dressed in white, as a little princess. I was mesmerized. She ran back again to hide behind the legs. The entity looked straight at me and communicated with my innermost self. Its message was the following. You are eternal energy. On earth, you are born into this shell of a body which allows you to continue perfecting the purity of your energy through actions and deeds. You will outlive this shell, but your actions always follow you, and when this shell is no longer, you move on to other means of bettering yourself. Whatever is achieved in this life, whether good or bad, is carried through to the next ones. The proof of this is your daughter. Whilst unborn, her energy remains, and in this instance, she is pure and clean. Everything that you do in this life, the previous or the next, on earth or elsewhere, will follow you through eternity. Whilst ethical notions of good and bad are a function of your upbringing, there remain some universal principles of goodness that must never be ignored. Religion, society, and other cultural traits are all byproducts of this continuous path to righteousness. It is up to you to follow it or not. The figures and shapes gradually dissolved into revolving patterns. I took my eye mask off and pondered on what had just happened to me. The entire trip had lasted six minutes. As is customary, I got up and walked and stumbled to the mirror to stare at the other guy staring back at me. He was old, graying beard and wrinkled. I'm over 40 today, but this was a projection of my future self. He seemed happy and at peace. I cried tears of happiness and felt closure on what had been a difficult experience in my life, feeling enlightened. This is some thoughts from when I did 500 UGs of LSD along with some marijuana. Ego death is reliving the birth of the universe. When the ego dies, the consciousness is pure awareness in that it has no memory or sense of time. Then, it recognizes its own awareness, universe or God birth. This consciousness believes itself to be God as it cannot distinguish anything from itself, it comes to the conclusion that its own awareness is all that exists, and therefore it must have created itself, and is therefore God. As the feeling of oneness dissipates, the awareness discovers shit exists that is not part of it. In other words, it discovers that death exists, and so, creates the illusion of an ego. But really, God Ego, everyone, the universe, death. This shit is all the one same thing. I don't know why, but I keep on having epiphanies that we become God when we die, and we're God before we are born. That consciousness is energy which will exist for eternity due to time being an illusion of the ego. I was an atheist before my ego death, so it's weird that God is such an important feature. It was something along these lines, I think. Despite it being the most intense moment of my life, I can barely remember it. Two nights ago I had a beautiful 400UG experience, and at one point in time I acknowledged the thought of, we become God after we die. Post trip, I thought about it again, and I perceived it as, every human being alive is bound by mortal flesh. When time passes and we leave our meat bonds behind, our consciousness recollesses into the metaphysical where we will kick it with other gods because no one's tied to an ego.